first because if you don't learn to let go, chances are that you are going to carry over this course and then you are going to treat a good man with the sins of the past person. And that isn't always fair. It is always fair when we do that to people who want to love us genuinely. We always keep putting them on the same scale as the last person who hurt you. Hi, 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 guys. Welcome to Under the Duvet podcast, the podcast for the modern Christian girl. My name is Precious, and on this very part of the internet, I'm known as a woman on the front line. And I'm a content creator, a blogger, a web designer, and a phenomenal coach. It is going to be explosive on this platform. I'm here to guide you on this path to living above the limitations of the society and being the girl that God wants you to be the christian journey is a call to faith battle you have a force in you find it harness it and shine forth after each episode the conversation continues on my blog at preciousoli.com and on my facebook page at a woman on the front line we are women on the front line and this is a call to faith battle Hi, my lovelies. My name is Precious. Most persons call me a woman on the front line. Welcome to the second episode of Under the Duvet podcast, the podcast for Christian girls who desire to live above the limitations of the society. So, so we're still on it, and I really want to appreciate you. Thank you so much for the buzz on the first, um, the first episode. It was so wonderful. I got lots of persons asking questions, and I got so many feedbacks that I felt, wow, I was actually doing a very wonderful thing for myself and for other persons as well. Thank you so much for engaging me on Under the Duvet podcast. You keep getting more content, more content, as in more content. <laughs> Just stay tuned, right? So today we're going to be discussing a very wonderful and a very vital topic that I feel that you need to sit back, grab a bottle of Coke and popcorn, just relax and we will talk about this girl to girl and I tell you smoothly we will just scale through it and you understand what I say, it's a very vital topic. Letting go, relationships, breakups and letting go. We all know how difficult it is when you just break up suddenly, you've been in this wonderful relationship and then suddenly everything just go bizarre and people are just going their way. And being on the lockdown, you know, <laughs> I promised myself that if there is anything I'm going to leave this lockdown and isolation period with, it is more sanity and more peace of mind. By that, I mean that I feel that this lockdown is actually a very wonderful opportunity for you to, you know, relax, think about um, the past course of your life and think about the next course of your life and how it's going to be. And believe me, you don't want to run the next course of the post-COVID era, bearing some kind of grudges on your mind as a Christian for someone who is out there probably living their best lives and don't even give a heck whether you are good or not. <laughs> I don't know if you get what I'm trying to explain. But then we'll talk about it girl to girl. We'll talk about it Christian girl to Christian girl. And I believe at the end of this podcast, you will have more reasons to actually let go so that God can take over everything. You know, most times we like to deny some certain kind of things. I don't really know why we love to deny the fact that we are hurt and we feel hurt. It's okay if you feel like somebody has hurt you. You don't have to 
pretend. You don't have to be so spiritual and act so mature and irresponsible about it. I mean, these are heart matters. And for Christ's sake, everybody gets hurt, even the strongest of them all. I think um, even my mom doesn't even know that people can break my heart. Or my dad, he doesn't actually subscribe to the fact that I can never get hurt in my life. Because they always see me as this strong woman talented, brilliant, you know, so focused on her goals that she wouldn't even give <laughs> a second thought to a man. But all that is a lie and I've refuted it. I've seen a lot of hurt in my life, but I've also had to forgive a lot in my life. And I'm telling you, it actually pays. But how do you get to that point? You follow me gradually and then you would understand how relationship works. We will discuss about the three stages of breakup and finally letting go. All right, let's jump right into the second episode on Under the Debate podcast with Precious Jewel. If it's still hot when you talk about it, then chances are that you haven't healed from it. There is, There are no two ways about this. This is not rocket science, girls. This is fact. If you're hot when you talk about it, if you're hot when you talk about the fact that this person actually broke your heart, this friend actually, you trusted the friend and then suddenly things didn't go so well and they had to rat out your secrets to the public. Oh, it hurts, but, and I understand the fact about that, but then if you keep denying it, but each time you talk about it, you discover the fact that your heart, you still feel the pains, and you still feel pains in your heart. You still feel like someone is pummeling a dagger right into your chest, and the person doesn't even give a damn whether you are hurting or not. Then chances are that you haven't healed from it. Pains are an end. Pains are an unavoidable part and modules of our life journey. The school of pain, <laughs> of course, yes, pain is a school. In case you don't know, I've passed through that school myself. And I'm telling you, it's not a very wonderful school to pass through. I wouldn't even pray for my enemy to pass through the school of pain. But it is one that everyone must of necessity pass through. Even if you want to avoid it by all means, the truth is that no one wishes to get hurt or to feel pains whether it's the loss of a parent, the loss of a loved one, banter with a friend, fight with your boss, a sack letter, and maybe a painful breakup. You know, you will surely feel the pain even when you want to act like a macho man. <laughs> Just like I always do. Put up a brief act like I always do. But, you know, it's okay. Just... It's, it's fine to actually feel those hurt. It's fine to go through the school of pain because it's preparing you for a higher purpose. I'll tell us the story. When I was young, I was quite a bubbly child. I still am. I still play a lot. I still love to play a lot. I still love to chat about a lot. But I, I also get serious. And when I'm serious, <laughs> you just know I'm down for real business you know when i was young i was always playful and i loved to play roughly you you wouldn't actually blame me i'm the only girl in the middle of four boys and then i have about six cousins who also happen to be males and they always come around all the time so now would you blame a girl for always playing roughly and always fighting with boys and always trying to throw stones through the windows and all that you wouldn't really blame a girl for not playing cinderella and wearing your high shoes i was always up and about with the rough plays and all that and it was fine with me because i had my brothers to play with actually and and neighboring friends that were on our streets and each time i would fall I would scam my knees, I would bump my head into something or fight with a boy. Then a little bloodshed, just a little bloodshed. 
But I will keep it from my mom or try to treat it on my own with methylated spirits and a full bottle of jig. I mean, ink. You know, those times when we are taught that um, you have first aid in the house. And I took advantage of health science in primary school to just go ahead and be a doctor and a nurse on my own. <laughs> just to laugh at me. But then it was actually what it I, I wasn't really scared of blood. So a little blood wouldn't hurt. So covering it up with a little bottle of jig and methylated spirits how bad can it be after all so i even covered them up so that my mom wouldn't see it sorry mom some of such occasions she caught me limping and my fears that she would beat me didn't materialize she just cleaned the wound and she would dress it up and then she would give me painkillers she would give me painkillers and left the wound to heal gradually funnily the word the wound couldn't take like wouldn't take like few weeks to properly heal and cover up during the course of healing but if someone mistakenly touched the surface i would call down heaven but gradually the wound that i was covering up with all the plasters and the wood and all the cutting wool in the wood it began to heal because my mom would leave it open sometimes maybe when it just a scar and it wasn't really that serious she would just leave it open something i would naturally cover I mean, who was giving me those ideas to actually cover up the wound when I could have just left it open? I guess it comes from a place of trying to hide things all the time. And when my mom just left those things to, to heal, you know, my skin would cover up thoroughly and the scar stayed for a while. But, but it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt because she had treated it very well. So I was having this conversation with two of my dear friends in relationship drama, broken relationships, and shattered hearts. Funny how I just say shattered hearts, right? Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't really mean like someone used a hammer and dagger the rest of your heart, but you know what I'm trying to explain. We all have those episodes and scenarios of having broken hearts and all that. And the least thing you want to think of is that the hearts are actually intact. I think I was listening to this my very, very favorite relationship coach, and then he said, "Why give your heart to somebody when you know your heart is so fragile, like it could break like ceramics?" <laughs> it's very funny, but it actually hits me home and then it hits me when i was having this conversation with two of my friends that breakups are actually a phase and an experience almost every girl has experienced i'm i'm so envious i'm so jealous of you if you haven't experienced any breakup in your life but honestly speaking i'm so glad that you haven't experienced those i know people who actually got married and it was their first relationship it was their first courtship it was the first person they ever knew and straight into marriage sometimes i just feel like is God being partial? Does he want some of us to experience heartbreak and some of us to not experience heartbreak? But I discovered that it was about making the better choices and it was about having better coaches in our life or having better disciples and spiritual overheads who will look over us and teach us the way. Or maybe it was a matter of mercy. Maybe mercy found them and they didn't have to go through the stress of heartbreaks. But if you're going through one right now, even as you are in the COVID-19 section and all that, it's still not a time for you to think back and feel like you've done it all wrong or that God hates you or any of those things. It's just know that it's a phase that even the most spiritual of girls are not left out. You know, the only issue is that we hate to talk about it for one reason or the other. And one of them, I wrote part of it on my blog on letting go. And 
a kind reader actually left this comment i'm going to read it out to you and i believe that you might actually pick one or two things from it she says i'm currently in that state of letting go if you had known you and your friend would one day be at odds, maybe you wouldn't have confided so deeply in them. That's one of my major heartbreaks. How someone you once loved and who claims to all and sundry to also love you treats you now as though you never existed and as though all the love was just for a moment. All I've been hearing the Lord say recently, I love this line, do not remember the former things and do not consider the things of old. God help us to let go completely that we may heal and the church would say amen to that so you can see now you're not just the only one going through these heartbreaks and you know i i understand the fact that we are scared of being seen as less spiritual and holy <laughs> i i think people wouldn't actually believe even when i told them that i've been in a relationship and i happened to break up a lot of persons are going to gush when they see this podcast when they listen to it they're never going to imagine that you know the most spiritual of all persons the most holy and understanding and righteous you know focused centered spiritual sister like precious would ever put her heart down to be trampled underfoot by a bunch of masculine men <laughs> it's well and now um let me tell you a story of when i broke up and we'll proceed from there when I broke up my last relationship, which happened to be the realest and the loveliest relationship I ever attempted, it felt like death put me on a roll. I couldn't even eat well. Well, I can't abandon food entirely, no matter how heartbroken I am. Fam, really, I, I love food, man. And so even if I, I had a heartbreak, I still have to eat to survive. You know, you live, You need to live to see the next day, except I'm fasting. That's the only time you can see food being put away from me. But aside that, a, a simple handbrake wouldn't actually make me to forgo food. But that's on the lighter side. I hope you are actually laughing at this anyway. I couldn't concentrate on a lot of things, actually. And I lost my focus as well. I, I even lost my drive to write, to write because this person actually meant a lot to me. He was always there pushing me to be whom I am and pushing me to be better a version of whom God has made me to be. He's this kind of spiritual person that just steps into your life and just takes you on a on a on a wide journey to discovering god and knowing more of god and not just that they open up a new phase of love and affection for you but then suddenly like broken plates just come shattering down and then all broken up with pieces that could never actually come together it felt like my last chance to love and be loved had been dashed to the ground and when I sensed that this brother was going to break up with me and call it quits, you know, I'm one sensitive person. I always say this to people. I'm very sensitive. I would take it as a gift. I don't know if I should call it a gift. I don't know if I should call it my own female intuition. But then it's just something that I've always had. Like, I could not be about to do something wrong and I would just leave you to just actually play it out. And first of all, before I can tell you that I actually know you are going to do, do something like this to me. It sounds so um, foolish, stupid, but then <laughs> that's the way I actually rule in my life. So I actually know this brother was going to call it quits, you know. We always know. I think you, you also knew your last relationship was never going to last actually but you kept denying it and maybe believing in the best regards that god knew the best for you or that he was going to make it work either ways so when i went to god in prayer 
my convictions were already shaken up and I wasn't even sure that the conviction I had were there anymore. You know, these things we call convictions. What are they really? That has been my question for a very long time until I began to read books and I discovered what convictions mainly were. And as we progress, I'm going to bring up a topic on this. What convictions are and how to know when God has actually spoken to you about a particular person. But for now, let's just focus on letting go first because if you don't learn to let go, chances are that you are going to carry over this course and then you are going to treat a good man with the sins of the past person. And that isn't always fair. It is always fair when we do that to people who want to love us genuinely. We always keep putting them on the same scale as the last person who hurt you. So the last thing I wanted to do was, you know, beg a brother to stay because, well, I might have to obey him and to remain all the years of our life together. And I hate that manner of stress. Come on, you can't be stressing me like that. If I want to love you, I'm going to love you. And I will put in my best to make sure that the relationship works. But if I see or sense the slightest intuition or the slightest <laughs> idea that this thing is not making a headway. Believe me, I would pack my bags, pack my emotions, stuff them into a good Ghana Moscow, and I'm going to fly, take a flight to any state at all and have a good rest. You're, going, you're not going to be stressing me. Come on. You know, I knew that God has better plans for me. So begging a man to stay in a relationship, mm -mm, that's the last thing you want to do. So if God doesn't give him to me, that was actually my mantra. Why fight for what's not mine? Because obviously he could actually be for another person and I'm here fighting for something that was not even mine in the first place. So the relationship that you are fighting for now, you are crying for now. Have you ever asked yourself if that relationship is actually yours? He could be for someone else and then your own package is at the door waiting. But because of this brother, you've locked everybody out. I know some persons who have worn rings for like five years and then they broke up and they felt the whole world was against them and God wasn't just in their favor. But, you know, things would eventually work out because in my own case we eventually went our ways and but we remained friends because we started out as friends i'm not saying you should actually remain friends especially when you have a sexual history with these people please by all means avoid them don't say that you listen to my podcast and then i encourage you to keep up a good relationship with your sex partner when you obviously know that you are away from that life being friends with them is just like a bomb waiting to blow off. So please don't don't do that to yourself. All right, let's jump right in. I hope you are getting value on this very podcast because I feel like I'm actually throwing up a lot of my life, uh, but I, I'm actually loving it because it doesn't hurt anymore. And that is the emphasis of this podcast. I told you, if it still hurts when you talk about it, then chances are that you haven't healed completely so if you see the way i talk about mine and i'm not even sniffing or crying or trying to blow my nose then you should know that i've gotten over it and my life is in a good course right now i think one of the things my friends always say maybe as a tease or to laugh at me or to also encourage themselves is she says her emotions are in the hands of god and he has both the padlock and the key and for a man to get across to those emotions they will have to go round go get the key from the master and before they can open it so 
it's always a safe plan for me it's a safe landing and i think you should actually do the same thing i'm charging you now this is a truth or death podcast i'm telling you it's a death to you if you think you can do it go give your emotions to god yeah give your emotions to god in fact i dare you to give your emotions to god and i dare you also to stop crying to wipe your tears and to get up and prepare yourself for a new tangent and a new course of life why cry over someone that has almost moved on they have moved on so why beat yourself and cry over them come on there is really no good to get from it the the best you should be doing right now is what i'm about to state out honor these three stages of breakup you know i'm currently writing a book and on the struggle of every christian girl the title is guess i'm not going to tell you but the title um, you know the title revolves around the struggle of every christian girl and which i trust you should actually get a copy of that book when it comes out i will let you know and i listed these three stages of breakup in my book and one of it is admittance you got to admit the fact that this never worked out and you've got to admit the fact that you are hurt don't get the past if you must heal if you must heal, then I'm telling you, you need to admit the fact that you were hot before we can actually talk about the next step, which is getting help from God. I told you when I broke up from my relationship, the first thing I did was to go back to God. I didn't even bother calling my best friend to cry because I knew that she may want to tell me things, but because of our relationship, she would also want to cry with me. So, but I've gotten to a certain point of spiritual maturity to know that whatever happens, the first person I should always go back to has to be God. So I went back to him because the convictions I thought I got were from him. And if there's anybody in the right place to point me to the direction and let me understand the fact that I made a mistake and I need to acknowledge and take responsibility for my mistake, it had to be God. It had to be the Holy Spirit. And so I had to run back to him and I said, God, I know I made a mistake, but please, can you help me to heal from this? And I tell you, he went a long way to not just helping me heal, but also help me move on. And then finally is to allow yourself to heal and forgive. I know most persons always have issues with trying to forgive themselves. Most persons do not always find it very easy to forgive themselves. They always feel like they did something wrong and, and you know, that's the reason why the person actually walked out on them. But most times it's not about you. It's about those persons. They don't deserve you. And that is why they walked away. Or maybe they just aren't meant for you. So just allow yourself to heal. Allow yourself to forgive yourself and then also allow yourself to also forgive them. I've given you a rundown. Those are the three stages of breakup. And now we are finally down to letting go. But we will be discussing that in my next episode. And that's episode three of Another Debate Podcast. I hope you got value and you were blessed tremendously from this very podcast. I actually feel an urge to pray for someone right now listening to this. And I pray for you, Lord God, that anyone who is passing through a heartbreak right now, maybe through the death of a friend or a loved one or even a breakup a painful breakup i ask lord that you help them to find solace in you give them succor in this time of need thank you father for we know you've had our prayers in jesus name we've prayed i think this is the first time i'm praying on my podcast but if you want me to continue praying for you on my podcast or to do more things or there are topics that you want us to touch up on or to discuss reach me out on my 
email send me an email at pgwl67 at gmail.com or preciousjewelblog at gmail.com you can check out some of my favorite articles on my blog at www.preciousjewel.com follow me on my social media platform facebook at olipreciousjewelblog and my facebook page at everyman on the front line thank you so much for staying on this course with me honestly i feel like i'm doing a whole lot and i'm enjoying this very journey Thank you so much for sticking to the end. I'll see you on my next episode. Until then, remain a woman on the front line because this is a call to faith battle. Thank you so much. Stay gallant, stay blessed, and stay safe.